Pope Benedict XVI's homily at World Youth Day, Sydney, at the final Mass on Sunday the 20th of July, 2008. Dear friends, your relative power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. We have since his promise fulfilled. On the day of Pentecost, as we heard in the first reading, the risen Lord, seated at the right hand of the Father, sends his Spirit upon the disciples, gathered in the upper room. In the power of the Spirit, Peter and the apostles went forth to preach the gospel to the ends of the earth. In every age and in every language, the Church throughout the world continues to proclaim the marvels of God and to call all nations and peoples to faith, hope, and new life in Christ. In these days I too have come, as the successor of St. Peter, to this magnificent land of Australia. I have come to confirm you, my young brothers and sisters, in your faith, and to encourage you to open your heart to the power of Christ's Spirit and the richness of his gifts. I pray that this great assembly, which unites young people from every nation under heaven, will be a new upper room. May the fire of God's love descend to fill your hearts, unite you ever more fully to the Lord and his church, and send you forth a new generation of apostles to bring the world to Christ. Your receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. These words of the risen Lord has a special meaning for these young people who will be confirmed, sealed, with the gift of the Holy Spirit at two days missed. But they are also addressed to each of us, to all those who have received the Spirit's gift of reconciliation and new life at baptism, who have welcomed him into their hearts as a helper and guide at confirmation and to daily grow in his gifts of grace through the Holy Eucharist. At each Mass, in fact, the Holy Spirit descends anew, invoked by the solemn prayer of the Church, not only to transform our gifts of bread and wine into the Lord's body and blood, but also to transform our lives, to make us in his power one body one spirit in Christ. But what is this power of the Holy Spirit? It is the power of God's life. It is the power of the same Spirit who hovered over the waters at the dawn of creation and who in fullness of time raised Jesus from the dead. It is the power which points us and our world towards the coming of the kingdom of God. In today's gospel, Jesus proclaims that a new age has begun in which the Holy Spirit will be poured out upon all humanity. He himself, conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, come among us to bring us that spirit as the source of our new life in Christ the Holy Spirit is also in the very real way the 
soul of the church, the love which binds us to the Lord and one another, and the light which opens our eyes to see all around as the wonders of God's grace. Here in Australia, this great Southland of the Holy Spirit, all of us have had an unforgettable experience of the Spirit's presence and power in the beauty of nature. Our eyes have been opened to see the world around us as it is truly charged, as the poet says, with the grandeur of God, filled with the glory of his creative love. Here, too, in this great assembly of young Christians from all over the world, we have a vivid experience of the Spirit's presence and power in the life of the Church. We have seen the Church for what she truly is, the body of Christ, a living community of love, embracing people of every race, nation, and tongue, of every time and place, in the unity born of our faith in the risen Lord. The power of the Spirit never ceases to fill the Church with life. Through the grace of the Church's sacraments, the power also flows deep within us, like an underground river which nourishes our spirit and draws us even nearer to the source of our true life, which is Christ. St. Ignatius of Antioch, who died a martyr in Rome at the beginning of the second century, has left us a splendid description of the Spirit's power dwelling within us. He spoke of the Spirit as a fountain of living water springing up within his heart and whispering, Come, come to the Father. Yet his power, the grace of the Spirit, is not something we can merit or achieve, but only receive his pure gift. God's love can only unleash its power when it is allowed to change us from within. We have to let it break through the hard crust of our indifference, our spiritual weariness, our blind conformity to the spirit of this age. Only then can we let it ignite our imagination and shape our deepest desires. This is why prayer is so important. Daily prayer. Private prayer in the quiet of our hearts and before the Blessed Sacrament. And liturgical prayer in the heart of the Church. Prayer is pure receptivity to God's grace Love in action, communion with the Spirit who dwells within us, leading us through Jesus in the Church to our Heavenly Father. In the power of His Spirit, Jesus is always present in our hearts, gladly waiting for us to be still with Him, to hear His voice, to abide in His love, and to receive power from on high enabling us to be salt and light 
for our world. At his ascension, the risen Lord told his disciples, you will be my witnesses to the ends of the earth. In Australia, let us thank the Lord for the gift of faith which has come down to us like a pressure passed on from generation to generation in communion of the Church. Here in Oceania, let us give thanks in a special way for all those heroic missionaries, dedicated priests and religious, Christian parents and grandparents, teachers and catechists who build up the Church in this land, witnesses like Blessed Mary McKillop, St. Peter Chanel, Blessed Peter Turot, and so many others. The power of the Spirit revealed in their lives is still at work in the goods they left behind in the society which they shaped and which is being handed on to you. Dear young people, let me now ask you a question. What will you leave to the next generation? Are you building your lives on firm foundations? Building something that will endure? Are you living your lives in a way that opens up space for the Spirit in the midst of a world that wants to forget God or even rejects Him in the name of a falsely conceived freedom? How are you using the gifts you have been given, the power which the Holy Spirit is even now prepared to release within you? What legacy will you leave to young people yet to come? What difference will you make? The power of the Holy Spirit does not only enlighten and console us, it also points us to the future, to the coming of God's kingdom. What a magnificent vision of humanity, redeemed and renewed we see in the new age promised by today's gospel. St. Luke tells us that Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of all God's promises. The Messiah who fully possesses the Holy Spirit in order to bestow that gift upon all mankind. The outpouring of Christ's Spirit upon humanity is a pledge of hope and deliverance from everything that impoverishes us. It gives the blind new sight, it sets the downtrodden free, and it creates unity in and through diversity. This power can create a new world. It can renew the path of the earth. Empowered by the Spirit and drawing upon faith's rich vision, a new generation of Christians is being called to help build a world in which God's gift of life is welcomed, respected, and cherished, not rejected feared as a threat and destroyed. A new age in which love is not greedy or self-seeking, but pure, faithful, and genuinely free, open to others, 
respectful of their dignity, seeking their good, radiating joy and beauty. A new age in which hope liberates us from the shallowness, apathy, and self-absorption, which did our souls and poison our relationships. Dear friends, the Lord is asking you to be prophets of this new age, messengers of his love, drawing people to the Father and building a future of hope for all humanity. The world needs this renewal. In so many of our societies, side by side with material prosperity, a spiritual desert is spreading. An interior emptiness, an unnamed fear, a quiet sense of despair. For many of our contemporaries have built broken and empty systems in a desperate search for meaning, the ultimate meaning that only love can give. This is a great and liberating gift which the gospel brings. It reveals our dignity as men and women created in the image and likeness of God. It reveals humanity's sublime calling, which is to find fulfillment in love. It discloses the truth about men and the truth about life. The Church also needs renewal. She needs your faith, your idealism, your generosity, so that she can always be young in the spirit. In today's second reading, the Apostle Paul reminds us that each and every Christian has received a gift meant for building up the body of Christ. The Church especially needs the gifts of young people, all young people. She needs to grow in the power of the Spirit, whoever now gives joy to your youth and inspires you to serve the Lord with gladness. Open our hearts to that power. Address this plea in a special way to those of you whom the Lord is calling to the priesthood and the consecrated life. Do not be afraid to say yes to Jesus. To find your joy in doing his will, giving yourself giving yourself completely to the pursuit of holiness and using all your talents in the service of others. In a few moments, we will celebrate the sacrament of confirmation. The Holy Spirit will descend upon the confirmants. They will be sealed with the gift of the Spirit and sent forth to be Christ's witnesses. What does it mean to receive the seal of the Holy Spirit? It means being indelibly marked in a terribly changed and new creation. For those who have received this gift, nothing can ever be the same. Being baptized in the one spirit means being set on fire with the love of God. Being given to drink of the spirit 
means being refreshed by the beauty of the Lord's plan for us and for the world and becoming in turn a source of spiritual refreshment for others. Being seized with the Spirit means not being afraid to stand up for Christ, letting the truth of the Gospel permeate the way we see, think, and act as we work for the triumph of the civilization of love. As we pray for the confirmance, let us ask that the power of the Holy Spirit will revive the grace of our own confirmation. May you pour out his gifts in abundance on all present, on the city of Sydney, on this land of Australia, and on all its people. May each of us be renewed in the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of right judgment and courage, the spirit of knowledge and reverence, the spirit of wonder and awe in God's presence. So the loving intercession of Mary, Mother of the Church, may this 23rd World Youth Day be experienced as a new upper room from which all of us, burning with the fire and love of the Holy Spirit, go forth to proclaim the risen Christ and to draw every heart to him. Amen.